This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. I'm thinking, weighing it in my mediocre, uninspired, middle-level mind. Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello and welcome to I Used to Watch This. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. Hey, Mike. How's it going? Good. How you All doing? right. Um, Good. I had my volume up so loud, I startled myself. <laughs> Well, at least you know you can hear it. Yes. All right. So uh, real quick, before we get into today's actual episode, um, we like I said, every once in a while, I like to throw out something that I'm watching that's current. And same thing with you, Mike. If you have anything that you're watching, I know you don't watch any TV. <laughs> Mike doesn't watch any TV more than less than 30 years old. Um, but I just watched uh, on Netflix the Between Two Ferns movie. Have you? Do you know what Between Two Ferns is with Zach Galifianakis? No, you know, no, I don't. Yeah, it's I, know, like, it's, I know who Zach is. But. Yeah, but it, it was the thing. It's a thing from um, what you call it. Uh, why can't I think of the web- website? But anyway, it's a fake um, like public access interview show, and he always like gets the people's names wrong. Like they're real famous people. Obviously. Oh, okay, gotcha. And yeah. he's, you know, just weird stuff always happens. And they made a movie out of it. And it was pretty good. <laughs> there was one thing where he had Keanu Reeves on. And he's like, you know, he's like, well, I hear that you, you know, you, go, you always go deep into research and your characters and stuff like that. And he's like, well, yeah, yes, I do. He's like, so have you ever researched a character who knows how to act? <laughs> 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 or something like that. It was pretty funny. Uh, and he's like, well, I'm acting like I'm enjoying this. How's that going? <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. How do you recover from that? That's good. Yeah. So it's, it was pretty good. Um, it, it was one of those things where did they need, need to make a movie about a show, a show like that? No, of course not. <laughs> right, but, but it was still pretty fun. But they could, yeah. So they did. No, it was it was enjoyable. I I, I liked it. Um, I'm trying to think if I watched anything else recently. And oh, we did watch uh, Long Shot. Have you seen that? No. With Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> Glad I can <laughs> contribute here. Yeah, with a uh, movie with. Uh, Sure, um, Charlize Theron. I always get her. I was. I always worried that I'm not yeah. like pronouncing her name right. Just in case um, she hears it. Well, yeah, exactly. I, I'm always. Yeah, worried I would about say that. Charlize Theron, but that's yeah, probably exactly. Not right. and, but anyway, her and Seth Rogen, and she's Secretary of State. He's a writer, and they knew each other oh, yeah, in yeah. school, and they get yeah. You, I'm sure you've yeah, seen the good. ads for it. Yeah, it was pretty yeah. good. We enjoyed it. Yeah. So I'll tell you what I what I'm avoiding seeing is any of the trailers for the Breaking Bad movie. Oh, uh, if that is that out yet? No, but the okay. trail they released like the second trailer, and I've so got this thing why about are you avoiding the trailer. So I got this thing about like movies that I really like and that I want to see. I try to avoid all trailers. I don't want to see any footage in advance <laughs> if I can you don't, prevent it. So you don't like doing like fan theories on what the movie is going to be and breaking it no. down and stuff? Like no, people I want to do be, with like Star Wars things? I want okay. to go in blind. In okay. fact, like most movies, 
I mean, obviously, I got to know a little. I've got to have some detail, something about it to know that I'm going to want to see it. Okay. But I, I like to go in blind. I don't right. like because I mean sometimes I, you watch I, I, the I trailers and you're it. like, yeah. you're like, hey, I, I, I probably could have just watched the trailer and that was enough. Known the whole thing, yeah, yeah, and that's one show that I, I remember when Breaking Bad came out. I remember watching the first couple, and yeah. that was it. And I never watched it again. And so I years went by before I even watched the first episode. Okay. And then I watched the first one, and then like maybe a month went by. I watched the second, and then I was hooked. Then I yeah. just binged for like six days. <laughs> well, yeah, because there was yeah, that was that was went on for a few years, right? What yeah. year did that come out? So two thousand eight. Okay. So the well, kids back. were like six and seven or whatever. So we were busy. Yeah. So yeah. that's why we were we busy. Didn't, <laughs> that's why yeah. we really didn't get into it. All right. Yep. So yeah, that's anything else you've watched recently? Or are you well, just before I came down <laughs> to record tonight, I yeah. started watching something I never watched before. Um, about five minutes of it, about some people that. I can't. I don't know the name of it, but they moved into like a farm town population four hundred, and it's like them like not fitting in. It's kind of mm. like the old uh, what was that Chevy Chase movie uh, where he moves out Funny to the farm? country to write his book. Funny Farm, right? Yeah, Re- reminded me a lot of that. Yeah, okay. But I don't know the name. So, Wait, oh, is it with Dag Shepard? Yes. Okay, I know what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. I forgot what it's called too, but yeah. Okay. Is it was the five minutes good? It was. In <laughs> fact, I was like, I could get into this. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know much about the show, so no. All, all I know, like one scene, they did a raffle and they won the right to hold the party for the town for their football game. Yeah, okay. The the husks or no the what do you call that on the corn? The husks, right? Yeah. Well, yes. there's like a Nebraska corn huskers. That, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what they are, but. Okay. Cool. You know. Yeah. Well, at least you right. watched something. <laughs> I did. I've watched something this decade. So. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. So let's get into a show that's over 30 something years old. <laughs> what let's do it. Let's get today? back to my speed here. Yeah. All right. We're going to dip back into greatest american hero season two episode three don't mess around with jim yeah um i didn't think much about the title no but until i just read it so yeah um, no it's not really a good title because it doesn't really fit the episode i don't think no it doesn't at all no, but I will say I did enjoy this episode. I thought <laughs> there was a lot of good Maxwellisms. Um, yes, <laughs> I thought he was good in this one, and uh, no, I just I kind of enjoyed it overall. And and I actually remembered it, so I don't remember it in detail, but I right. I do remember the concept of this episode. See, and I did it did hit me like near the end. Because I'm like, this scene, you know, there was something about this one, but yeah, yeah, no, definitely. And for um, some reason, I thought this came up way later in the life cycle of the show. From right. Well, to us, it, it probably kid, seemed but, like yeah. it because this is the yeah. second season. So, yeah, second season, third and I think episode. The first season was kind of shortish, right? 
So it was probably a long period of time in between and talking yeah, like an eternity. Yeah. All right. So so we we open up and there's an outdoor funeral. It's a sunny day. This is kind of a a typical movie opening, you know, where there's the, a funeral and some dignitaries are gathering. And we learn from a reporter on the scene that James J. Beck has passed away. And yeah. he is, uh, you know, one of the richest men in the world. Right. And you know it's something big because not very often at a funeral do you see news trucks. <laughs> right? right. So you know something's right. going on. And this is like, this is so big, or I don't even know if it's so big, but they are literally stopping school. <laughs> These guys are right. watching it on TV. It's on in the diner where Bill is. I mean... It's like when the space shuttle launched, right? It's on or everywhere. crashed or whatever. Oh, yeah, right. right. Well, I mean, is it going to be like this when I don't want to say Bill Gates dies, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know what. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The who, same, who, but yeah, it's it was a little far fetched re- <laughs> relation. I mean, it's like it's like it was like a president died almost right. the way people were treating it. Yeah, exactly. Like a living, um, like a like a living president, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> acting president. <laughs> Someone who's nice. actually in office. Yeah. So the kids, the kids it's are like in when Tony's a dead class. President dies. <laughs> yeah. The the kids are in the in the classroom watching it, and uh, they're talking. You know, TV guy's a son of a tractor salesman. He was one of the richest guys in the world. No education, high school dropout. So of course Tony's like, "Hey, Mister Rich, this guy didn't go to high school." You know? Right. Actually, I have that clip too because I liked oh. it because he was let's like, see, "Let's see how well I did." You did pretty good. Here you go. <laughs> a high school dropout. You hear that, Days? This guy dropped out of high school. And went every day to the public library and read every book from soil cultivation to nuclear physics. You hear that, Tony? Of course, that Ralph Ralph has to come back with that one. Right. Yeah, little, he dropped out, there. but he educated himself, Tony. Right. Um. So then they well then we switch. You're right to uh, Bill at the diner, and you know he spends a lot of time at the diner. Is that the same diner? No, no, but I. That was a thing, I think, like in the 70s and 80s where they always had cops and diners like just hanging out, eating, yeah. you know, like showing like what their life's like on the not on the road, but at the diner. Yeah, because, you know, like Columbo, <laughs> he'd always go to a hot dog stand. I mean, they even do it still now. Like the old Dirty Harry movies. Yeah, yeah. And they'll have scenes where they're like at some hot dog shop and just getting a hot dog. Hell, it was in Lethal Weapon. Yeah, they you're right. Some place, you know. They gotta, they gotta eat on the go. I guess. Right. Fast, exactly. So. They're always eating shit food and then having heart attacks at 48 because they're, yeah, you know, eating garbage all the time. Yeah. Those guys that should be the best trained, uh, physically fit people, but whatever. Anyway, <laughs> so the diner's too loud, and uh, you know, Bill's kind of. Telling the other people to shut up, but he decides, you know, forget it. They're too loud. Yeah, he's trying. He's to, gonna leave. Yeah, he's not very successful at getting them to shut no, up. No, no. If he and, really uh, wanted to get them to shut up, he should have pulled his gun and shot it in the ceiling. Exactly. At least whip out the badge. Yeah. You know. Uh, so then outside, there's a couple of guys, and they're either you know they're up to something, and um, he yeah, walks all, out. All we and, know uh, is. 
the guy says, I've always wanted to gas a fad. So I'm like, are right. they going to like light him on fire? <laughs> and I was thinking like the gas chamber, but yeah. Um, but either way, um, not not good outcome for Bill in either of those scenarios. But uh, <laughs> he, he, so he goes out and they're like, oh, you know, we're taking a survey or a petition or something, and we're looking to raise wages for federal employees or something. Right. Exactly. And. You know, first of all, Bill's the type of guy that would really just brush these guys off. So it's probably good that they said that, got his attention. Seems a little more plausible that he'd stop to talk to him. Right, because he was going to brush him off. He kind of like walked by and was like, all right, what do you guys got? And I really thought him being an FBI agent would like see this a scam coming like a mile away. He would sniff that out. Yeah, (laughs) so did I. And I thought he was, but like you said, once they start saying about, you know, raising government employee wages, it's like, oh, well, I'm a government employee and I <laughs> yeah. get paid like shit. So, which does actually become a theme throughout this whole episode, mind you. Yes, this is just the start of it. Yeah. So he's he's reading. So there's actually something going on. Like in the document, must say something. He's like, oh, you got a lot of fine print here. Yeah. And he, he's like, give me a pen. I'll sign this. So the guy goes to hand him a pen, and this is where it all falls apart for me. Uh, <laughs> the guy he 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 go, he gets he pulls out the pen, and he makes this move like, do you ever watch like softball, high school or college softball, where they like whip their arm around real quick before yeah. they throw the ball? That's yeah. how he pulls the pen out, and he does this move where he does this like underhanded pen move. And then he squirts Bill in the face with some type of liquid out of the pan. And it seemed like a, like a over-exaggerated move. And the guy could have pulled out a mace can, a pepper spray the size of a five-gallon bucket. Like n- nobody would have questioned that. There was nobody around. They just <laughs> sprayed him and threw him in the car. Like it was right. a nice touch. That it was a cool pen that squirts liquid into your face. Yeah. But not necessary. I it's like it. a pen you get at a trick shop and they just filled it with mace instead of water. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what they did. But I did think it, it was, I don't know, kind of ballsy to do it like right in broad daylight, like in the parking lot right next to the diner. Yeah, but know, they so had him right up out. to the car. So they were going to throw him in the back seat. Yeah, I guess. So good positioning. Um, so he's blinded, at least temporarily. And then um, next, the reporter is now interviewing Jordan Heath. Heath? Yeah, I think um, he's the guy taking over the company, basically. Yeah, he's the president of Beck Industries. Uh, so he's, this reminds me a little bit about Steve Jobs because they're like, well, he's got the 10-year vision in place, and we'll be playing that out. Yeah. So well-planned. And don't they say um, something about how he started off with no money, no connections, no education, or whatever? Yeah, the guy's like a miracle. And Mr. H is like, well, at least he read. And Tony's right. like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but like at the end of it, I think it was Tony that brought it up first. He's like, hey, why does a guy like this die not have a will? <laughs> like, yeah, right. Like, what are you, a legal expert all of a sudden? <laughs> exactly. What, have you been watching daytime TV with Briskman and Briskman and stuff on TV or whatever? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Rhonda's it, like, yeah, that's a little weird. Although I did notice Rhonda has toned down her accent a little bit. She didn't seem as uh, New York-y as 
yeah. as uh, Tony did or whatever. Right. Um, yeah, she didn't have much of a role. The kids didn't have much of a role in this one, but uh uh-uh. um, And I say he kids. can't drag. The, he can't. Yeah, he can't drag the middle aged kids all over the place. I, I know. <laughs> I was gonna say there's one point where Ralph and Tony are like face to face talking, and I'm like, Tony may actually be older than Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna look but, that up right now while you're talking. Yeah. So all right, all right. So then. Uh, Let's see. Oh, so then there's they're actually the kids in the class start to rip on Tony a little bit too, because you know Ralph's like, yeah, you know he didn't have an education, but he did. He reads books. He reads a book a day, and you know the one one guy's like, yeah, Tony, he he reads books, books and matches, and <laughs> uh, and then the other guy's like, oh, he goes to the library to steal bikes. So they, you know, did some trash talk, yeah, and then. Uh, Oh, let's see. Yeah, they, then, this is when the class lets out. Then, yeah, then the class lets out. And Mr. Right. H is like, uh, "Tony, you're behind." Like, was it six math papers? Is that what he says? Yes, yeah, six math papers. And he's like, "You know, if you want to come over to my house, I'll help you out." And he's like, "Creepy." No, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. He's like, <laughs> no, "But if Mr. you don't graduate, H. if you don't finish these, you're going to fail, and then you're not going to graduate, and you're going to get stuck behind. All your friends are going to move on." It's like that's blackmail. I'm like, no, that's life. <laughs> and he's not wrong. By the way, they're right, seven right. years apart. Tony is seven years younger. Okay. Which I guess would make sense, right? So you figure could, if he yeah, was like sixteen or seventeen, say. So Ralph, Ralph would have been twenty four, which he wasn't in this show. He was supposed to be probably like thirty at least, I would think, wouldn't you think? Because he had yeah. a kid and everything. Oh, that's right, yeah. So he did have that kid for a while anyway. Not sure what happened to the kid. But, <laughs> yeah. We uh, did not see him once again. <laughs> yeah. All right. So they hold him back. Uh, all right. Now so he goes outside. Now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So now he goes outside. Ralph goes outside. And the same guys come up to, to him with a plan. Where's the, was it the same ones? or was, Yeah, I guess it was. Oh, maybe it was different. Were they different? I don't remember now. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I don't remember either. Seemed like the same guys to me, but they spray him in the face with a pen, and then if I mean if if I had the suit, I'll be honest, I'm wearing that to class every day. Well, that's what I was thinking. Everywhere. Why does he wear this all the time? Yeah, just under yeah, his clothes every right day. There. Exactly. You never know. You just Although, don't know. Based on what you see, it it would be hard to go to the bathroom in that. <laughs> There yeah. was there was no easy access to anything. I, was it all yeah, one piece or was it a top and a bottom? I think there were buttons on it, but I don't know if it was all one piece. Because he said, really... didn't these, there's an episode where he says, didn't these aliens ever hear of Velcro? Oh, okay. Um, so there, it snaps or buttons. I'm not sure how it, okay. how it gets in it. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Okay. But anyway, I would have it on. And then the you know who the we should ask? Johnny Cisco, <laughs> the resident. Yes. Uh, greatest American hero. He's got the suit and everything. Remember, did you ever see that one when he posted? He posted a picture of his uh, costume he has or whatever. Yeah, right. Doesn't he have the tattoo? Yeah, but I mean, he okay. would know if it has buttons. Well, yeah, well, you're pretty committed. You get a tattoo. I mean, yeah. So, Johnny, yeah, if you're listening to this, Johnny, what's I should what's say, not deal? if, when. Let us know what you think. How does this suit go together? Because I'm not entirely sure if it's just right. A shirt he puts over his head, like a regular shirt, and then a pants, and then it buttons together 
underneath the belt, maybe? I don't know. Or does Let he have know. to squeeze his entire body through the head <laughs> opening? <laughs> yeah. And it's just one piece. But it's alien technology, so it might just like stretch really far and come back too. That's possible. <laughs> Could be like uh the Tony Stark technology. Right. For you know? Yeah. Pieces just appear, you know, like but that yeah, that was anyway. So yeah, anyway, so the same guys get too hung up on that. They uh <laughs> yeah. Next on superhero suit talk. Um <laughs> <laughs> so they yeah, they throw him in the car. And, but they know about the suit. They know to get this. Yeah, they're box. talking about it. Yeah, they're like get it out of the trunk. It's under the in the wheel well or whatever. Yeah, so they know where it is like, and everything. Shit, they know. Yeah, they know about the suit. Right. Exactly. Although it didn't. Yeah. Anyway, so they end up going to some warehouse and some old dudes in there just sitting by himself in the middle of this two hundred thousand square foot warehouse. Yeah. Although I think it might have been an airplane hangar. I'm not sure. It was a hangar. Yeah. Because yeah. I think later there was an airplane in there. And um, yeah. he's just sitting in a wheelchair, and it turns out to be the guy who was supposed to have died, and he's watching his own funeral on TV, which, mind you, is still going on on TV. <laughs> the, it while is this a is big happening. deal. Yeah. Yeah. JJ Beck, he's a, he's a big deal. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's in a wheelchair. He's got some oxygen. Uh, they actually pull the car in. T- up to this dude and Bill and, and Ralph are in the car and they're taped up and um, a businessman comes over, gives a box to to Beck and Beck opens it and bam, there's the suit. Yeah. Which, mind you, folded very nicely in that box. Well, Ralph does strike me as the type that would fold it and put it back in. Really? There. Yeah. See, if it was me, it would just I, be thrown in there. That's what I'm thinking too. I would have like a brown paper bag, and it <laughs> just would just be thrown around. in. I'm like, the box I mean, is cool. The but box not is practical. pretty kick ass, but he doesn't even you have the instructions. Why keep the box? Yeah. So, uh, the old man. Let's see. So there's he's basically going through uh, Bill's career and yeah. telling him how mediocre he is as a as a an agent and a. Man, yeah. basically. <laughs> I got I got a clip about a clip about that. Yeah. Here we go. I got a little bit. Over the last six months, I've read several accounts of Agent Maxwell's arrest. Well, Mr. Maxwell is a remarkable agent with a uh, resourceful instincts. Agent William Maxwell is a very average middle level federal agent with a record of mediocre service. Hard headed, uninspired. Fired and short a drone with a limited performance record for 30 years. Well, I think that's a kind of a narrow, limited view of it, if you don't mind my saying so, sir. <laughs> I love that response. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so he, he knows about, they've, he's been following him. They first tried to play it off that, oh, that's just a suit for a costume party, blah, blah, blah. You know, Bill's the real brains behind it. But the guy knows. The guy knows that he was visited by an alien, and he knows about the suit. He doesn't tell him how, but he's like, hey, no, I don't care. I just need your help, and if you don't help me, I'll expose you to the world. And right. they seem to agree pretty quickly. They're like, okay, <laughs> what do you need? They do. I know I mean, you just considering... kidnapped us and threw us in the back of the car, which, mind you, 
is a federal offense for anybody to do that to. But if you do it to an actual FBI agent, it's probably even worse. <laughs> so, and a superhero. Come yeah. On. So, and anyway. they sprayed him in the face with some kind of liquid. There's just so many reasons not to help him after that. Yeah. And then just put the suit on. Yeah, we'll help you. Put the suit on and then just beat everybody up. Right. So anyway, so the guy turns tells the story. It turns out his top officers, I guess, were feeding him bad food. What? So he wasn't getting the nutrition. So he's getting sicker and sicker and sicker. And he finally figured out something was going on. So we had a doctor come take a look at him. And they crashed the plane that the doctor was in. So no one would question this guy. And he faked his death. And then, <laughs> which I thought was kind of cool. He's like, he's like, yeah, and we used the body of an indigent and burned in a skid row fire. I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, right. We just found some guy Details. that died and we just, you know, used his body. Yeah. But, um, but he only has a few months left. And the doctor was supposed to go and deliver the will to, I guess, City Hall, wherever you would want to send it to. But he had never arrived. And um, <laughs> Bill's like, oh, so he was killed. He's like, you are an idiot. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're even dumber than I thought. I have a clip exactly. of some of that here. And <laughs> so hold on a second. Because I, I thought it was pretty good. I have a few months left to live. Dr. Springfield was uh, chosen to take the will to the federal government. Left a couple of days ago. Never did. I have his destination. Uh-huh. Kill. Uh, uh, Bushwhack, dead, right? Of course not. How could you be so stupid? <laughs> I, I'm becoming very disappointed in you, Mr. Maxwell. Well, you haven't seen me do my card trick yet. Dr. Springfield is selling you out, isn't he? He took the will and he's selling it to Jordan Heath for money. Yeah, that was my backup theory, too. Uh, poor bill 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 so yes Uh, so that's what it turns out there you know he's like i want you guys to go find the doctor he's double crossed me blah 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 get the real will because he wants to give all the money to charity for what some reason at this point too while they're you you can hear them all walking because i know that sounds like there's distortion in the audio but it's they're walking and pushing the wheelchair at the same time they have it really amped up on the volume for whatever reason but i noticed they kept showing the wheelchair like wheel i'm like is some is there something significant about this wheelchair but then that was it i don't know it was just it was just odd just just some artsy camera angle they like yeah like i thought i don't know so like i said i couldn't remember the this episode at this point yet and i'm like is he not really need this wheelchair is this fake or something you know but nothing ever came of it right um but anyway so yeah he wants to give all this money to charity um and and so he's like you wouldn't have been given this suit if you couldn't be trusted right and bill doesn't really want to help him because he's he's getting ripped to pieces by the guy right and ralph's like no let's do it yeah this is the right thing yeah. So and he's like, since next, I'm I'm changed man since I'm dying or whatever. And at yeah, this point, I'm like, is this a trap? I'm still thinking this is fake. Like he's setting him up for something. Yeah. Um, I because I actually I remember the. Well, uh, we'll wait. Um, 
And then next scene, they're in this private jet flying to Vegas. And um, Ralph's getting the suit on. Again, I would have it on at all times. Um, And the guy tells him, all right, here's the plan. You're going to use your telekinesis powers to move things around. And this is how you do it. You know, think of white paper or blank paper. Yeah, exactly. And and um push it and so ralph's like he practices and you like it works and he's like how did the guy know that right exactly and at first bill gets ticked he's like hey i run the show here you know you don't yeah. tell him what to do i do and ralph's like no you don't tell me what to do either <laughs> right and then they but, then they they land and bill bill is ranting about something now Earlier in the week, you posted a picture of Bill <laughs> in this like crazy suit, and this is the suit he's got on going to Vegas. Yes, sorry to cough right in the microphone, but yes, this suit—it's like someone took a bunch of old quilts and sewed it together to make a suit out of it. It was different shades of blue, right? I think that's what I remember. And I'm not going to name names. But there was someone I had as a teacher in my senior year, right? No, <laughs> junior year. Um, but he would wear this shirt. Suit. He would wear it a lot. And his, he's like, my wife made it for me. And I'm like, it shows. <laughs> <laughs> like, each sleeve was a different color. Oh, boy. And, like, like the main button-up part, like, it was two different colors that came together. And there was, like, a... Literally, in the back was a big giant patch lion, like a lion. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes, I don't know if you had this guy as a teacher. <laughs> I, I mean, I get you want to wear the shirt because your wife made it for you, and you want to be like. But why wear it to a high school full of kids? Why wear it to high school? And <laughs> why not change it before right. you get there? <laughs> yeah. Okay, honey, I'm wearing your shirt. See you later. Exactly. Stop at Walmart, buy a (laughs) t-shirt. Or just put a sweater over it. Anyway, so it just, this, I I, like, look on our Twitter, uh, you know, I maybe I'll probably post it again at some point, but the suit code's awesome. And they even talk about it. Ralph's like, so how's that? Where'd that suit coat come from? (laughs) Or whatever. Actually, I have like, oh, this old thing. Actually, I have a quote of it. Hold on. I got a, I think I have some. Yeah, here we go. Hold on. So, uh, Bill, how long you had that, uh, coat, huh? Oh, uh, this old rag? Well, I, uh, you like it? Well, it's, it's different, yeah. Yeah, well, I just pulled us out of the old footlocker, that's all. You did, huh? Here, set. Nice tag. Oh. <laughs> well, imagine that, after all those times through the dry cleaner and everything. <laughs> $29. That's what the price tag is. Yeah, said. yeah. But you know what? If I do see that coat somewhere... I'm picking it up. You're buying it and wearing it to Vegas. I will. It might be a lucky, wear it, lucky one. I wear it to work. Yeah. But um, um, so anyway, yeah. So like you said, Ralph Wonders is like, how does this guy know how the suit works? And you know, this is where I started. Like, this seems familiar. But anyway, yeah. when they're in that cab, you know, right after this whole conversation with the uh, the suit coat, Bill's like, well, with your new powers, or did, or was it Ralph that said, with the new powers, you know, you'd be able to win. We can clean up in here, blah 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 blah. And the guy's like, the cab driver the cab turns driver. around, and is like, powers. He's like, our system. Just drive the car, damn it. <laughs> yeah. 
And then, but then they go on. Yeah, and they keep talking Ralph's- about it. And then, at that point, Ralph gets a vision of the guy getting chased down, the guy that just dropped him off at the airport, right? Right. He's like, I can see him getting chased down, and you know, and the taxi driver's like, "You guys are crazy. I'm dropping you off," you know, because the way he's, he's talking like, Get about out of my cab. seeing visions. Yeah. And then of course, <laughs> Ralph's getting out of the car. He's not even all the way out. He's like taking his outfit off to <laughs> with the suit underneath it. Right. Bill's like. Go in the the bushes. Yeah, get out of here. Take some cover. And uh, yeah, then he takes off. And this is where I posted. I don't know if you saw the video I posted. He uh, flies through Vegas and flies right to the airport. And uh, he almost collides with a 747 that's uh, leaving Vegas. Yeah, I thought he did. I thought he hit it. Oh, he did hit it. I'm sorry. He did hit it. That's right. Yeah. And uh, And I was wondering, would there be damage? Yeah, there would have been. But. Not you know he didn't get sucked in the engine so they wouldn't have cared. That's good. But I did find it funny that you can hear ATC saying, oh, "We have a UFO coming right at you." Like, he would have been too yeah. small to see; they wouldn't have picked him up. Right. But um. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> I try to do this a lot in this episode when when they would pan over like, um, the strip or what was the strip back in eighty two or three. Oh yeah. Was. And I only saw one good sign on the marquee, but I, I, I want to watch it, look for more. But it was one. I forgot what, what uh, casino it was, but it was Shecky Green and Florence Henderson. Oh, yeah. I took a snapshot of that one. <laughs> That's the only one I saw, too. <laughs> that was the only one that was really clear, but it was pretty good. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that was a good one. Go ahead. What, uh, what happened right. after that? Uh, so then they so, uh, so Ralph crashes, right? So then he lets him get away. Um, and they're walking into the hotel casino and they see the doctor, Dr. Springfield at the roulette table with, I want to say the guy's name was Hughes. So here's the deal where the doctor is planning to sell the will to Hughes. Is that right? Well, we don't know yet. We just see him gambling and he's the way he's sitting at the table. I thought they already had put that together, but they think Uh, so, but it was, yeah, we get, um, verification on a little bit, yeah. All right. So then Ralph's trying to work the roulette wheel with his newfound powers. Um, and I'm, I'm not sure what happened the first time he tried, if it didn't work, if it... Uh, well, the first time, I want to say, he was going to try to do it, and then like some w- barely dressed like waitress or something walked by. Oh, He's distracted like, oh. him, yeah. <laughs> but then... Right. When he does it, when you, you see someone push a button, and so someone's manipulating the roulette wheel anyway. Right. But then he kind of overrides it by, he bets on double zero. Right. And, and then. He, like the second time he overrides it, yeah. Yeah. So the, but the first time he loses time he's all the trying, money. Like Bill is in his ear. Yeah. And he's like, keep your mind blank. He's trying to coach him, <laughs> but he's like, a total distraction. Yeah. And, Don't look at and, that. And so, Don't look at that. Right. Don't think about this. And then so then they he has to step away and they like recollect their thoughts and pull their money together. Right. And now they're down to like twelve dollars. Right. And so that's what they have to start with. Right. But before that happens, Bill starts talking to me. He's like, hey, he's like, I have some time off next month. He's like, we should (laughs) come back and, you know, we can win some money. Ralph's like, why? What do you want to do? Open up a crime finding center or whatever? He's like, well, you know. 
And Ralph's like, we have to avoid corruption. So that's kind of a little foreshadowing there, I guess you could right, say. Right. But um. Uh, but yeah. So then he yeah. <laughs> all that he has left is uh, twelve dollars and fifty cents. And uh, <laughs> well, actually, first here, let's a little bit. I got a little clip of him. Uh, Ralph getting pissed off about being distracting. I don't know what to tell you. Muster up some concentration, Bill. What are you talking about? You stand there right next to me and and you list them distractions then you tell me to, to rip off the casino with my with my suit and to flick an insult at godzilla how am i supposed to keep my mind blank bill come on let me have the rest of what you got yeah. down the nickels and dimes here. what is this 12.50 you gotta be kidding 12.50 i have a middle level income to match my <laughs> middle level mediocre <laughs> career okay again theme keeps going right which is great because he, he's just you can tell he's still all ticked off about that <laughs> yeah and then oh and then they bump into some guy that maxwell tried to put away oh yeah i almost forgot about that guy yeah so i mean you see him and they exchange words and, and they make he, it seem like that's the end of it but you know he basically like threatens them you know and i'm like yeah. isn't that against the law right there just <laughs> what he said yeah exactly. oh he's like <laughs> he I don't know. He says he actually says it to Ralph. He's like, "Your friend there. He's about ready to jackknife into a coffin." I'm like, <laughs> "Can he just arrest him right now? I mean, right. just shoot him dead right there in the casino." Well, for yeah. saying that, right? Exactly. Um, but anyway, now Ralph goes by himself. He makes Bill stay away. He starts, you know, thinking of white paper. And I, I actually, I think the the guy didn't tell him this think of white paper, so keep his mind blank. It was actually Bill's idea for the white paper, I think. Oh, okay. He's like, hey, that's a great idea. And you see the guy hit the button under the table to make it go into whatever number it was supposed to go into. And then it jumps out. And Ralph wins. He's like, I win, you lose, to the guy at the end. <laughs> he kind of rubs it in. Right. Yeah. And immediately, the guy who's standing next to the doctor some rough guy he goes and makes a call upstairs he's like uh we got a problem at roulette table number two someone's got a magnetic device right <laughs> I'm like, it's not like a half hour has passed and right. ralph has been winning yeah. it's one time <laughs> i just realized siri has been taking down everything i've said in the last 10 minutes and i don't know why oh that's nice um Let's see. So then, oh, and then, so they're talking about, well, you know, get rid of the guy, whatever. I want to get back paid off in the next half hour. Right. So I guess that's how they're manipulating the wheel to pay this guy the money. Right. For the will. Yeah. Um, so then the the bad guy comes back with his cronies and he threatens Bill. Something about they're going to put him in a, on a hole in the desert or something. Right. So, well, he comes up to me. He's like, I got six to five odds that you don't leave alive <laughs> again. Yeah. Threatening an FBI officer. You right. should have just arrested then, him right there. So then Bill's like, all right, I'll give you guys, a, you know, I'll, I'll forgive you guys if you just leave right now. So they grab Bill and they drag him out. They give him a work over. Um, and then meanwhile, Ralph is getting thrown out because they think he's cheating. Right. And then Which he Ralph, is. Yeah, that's true. So while Ralph, you know, is in a pile of boxes outside, he sees these guys throw Bill in a car and threaten to kill him. Um, 
So he flies off after them. Right. After changing in front of some guy who has like a box of lettuce or whatever. It looks like he came out of the kitchen. Yeah, the produce guy. Yeah. And he's like, (laughs) these are my clothes. I'll be back for them. (laughs) Right. Um, So, yeah, I'm not sure how they left at the same time. Um, Somehow he made it way out in the desert before Ralph got to him. Yeah. 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 So they drove out to the desert. You know, Ralph can't really fly that well. So he probably didn't fly in a straight line. You know? Yeah, he maybe he was circling. Right. You know, and yeah. Trying to buy some time. But yeah. uh, um so then it was kind of uneventful. He just went and threw a couple guys around. Yeah. They got in the car. Well, and, for uh, he does use his power, right? Because he gets the guy <laughs> so Oh yeah. He, it was pretty funny, I thought. He white paper, white paper, white paper, and he Gets the gun to launch out of the guy's hand and hits Bill right in the center of the chest. <laughs> yeah. Which I thought was pretty good. And then Bill gets a shovel and goes and swings <laughs> at the guy. And then Ralph yanks the shovel out of his hand. He's like, Ralph. <laughs> but then he make then he throws the guy with his mind. So there's like no punches. Yeah, he like pushes the guy. Yeah. Yeah. And then so so this was the great are you gonna talk about what happened with the car right after this or no? Well, they jump in the car to take yeah. off, and now go ahead and, t- and explain what explain. So this. this this I thought was pretty good, and it, I mean in a weird way. So they go and they go to run Ralph down, or and they go take off, and Ralph just stands in front of them, and they launch over him, Duke's a hazard style. Yes. Now that looked kind of cheesy or whatever, but I watched that several times. That was a pretty good stunt because that guy was standing there. <laughs> When that car jumped over him and he dove out of the way, and I'm like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> so, All right, I'll, I'll give you credit for that. Yeah, I w- I watched it once, and I could see immediately that the scene had changed when he was standing. Yeah, I mean, there. I was too. There was a ramp there. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and then there was a ramp. There were down lower. There was a yeah. ramp under like a little oh, hill. Yeah, I mean, no, but, yeah, there was. But you're there, right. Yeah, the fact I think that I give the the stunt guy. Um, a lot of credit. I think he did a really good. <laughs> whoever, whoever stood there had a lot of balls. Let's just put it that way. I'm sure it was uh, William William Katz. Oh yeah, well, it was. Yeah, okay. No, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right. It looked like him. <laughs> so, it did. It, it looked. He had the curly hair and the red suit. Yeah. All right. So, oh, you know what? I forgot to mention. Damn What's it! That? Back in the casino. There was a scene where Ralph and Bill were talking. Yeah. And you know how they have extras standing around? They'll just like talk and like move their <laughs> mouth and hands and things like that. There was yeah. this one woman who could not take her eyes off of Ralph and Bill. Like she really? kept trying to, but she kept focusing back. It was so distracting. I loved it. Oh, so if, if anyone hasn't that. watched it, it, I think it's like an like an Asian woman. And uh-huh. she's she's up on a railing talking to some man, but they're like literally like three feet away, and she she's hmm. just keeps staring right at him. She was like starstruck, but um, okay, I gotta watch for that if you haven't seen it. So. Yeah, I gotta check that out. And the, so the check like the in the beginning of the casino or what? Like when Ralph is yelling at him, like during the clip he played. Oh, okay. When he's like, you know, you tell me all these distractions. Okay. But uh, I got to watch for right, that. Anyway, so back to our point, our true point in the show. Um, 
the car flips over. So now we're back. And... We're we're um up at the uh, the um, the casino office, basically, and the guy's paying off the doctor, and uh, he's like. <laughs> Well, give me the will now. He's like, I don't have it here. He's like, I, you don't get the will until I'm in a safe space. I know you're just going to whack me. And he's like, all right. So they take him. They go downstairs. They walk together. And then he gets in the car. And he's like, here you go. He's like, what's this? He's like, that's the will. And he takes off. So. Yeah. Um, but then we cut gotcha. to Ralph and Bill walking back from the desert. <laughs> Just going to walk back into Vegas. Now, mind you, this was 82 or 3, where it's a little bit built up more now, but there's still a lot of desert. I don't know how long they would have been able to walk out, or like how far they would have had to walk. Um, but I imagine it was pretty far. But he doesn't want to fly away. And he's like, finally, he's like, just convinces them to go fly. He's like, because no one will pick him up because Ralph looks like a nutball in his outfit. And then. Finally, he's like, okay, fine, I'll go away. After this, car leaves. And the car drives by him. And you see the guy inside the casino, the whoever the, the leader yeah. was. He pushes a button, and the car explodes just as it passes by. So that was the doctor. That That is good reception. Right. Well, they're in the desert. Work. There's not much interference. Yeah, there's some mountains out there or whatever. <laughs> but I just re- So Mike sent me the video of the car jump. Yes, I, I must have watched later, it ten times while you were talking. <laughs> You're right. You're right. If you watch the guy, like get over that the car is jumping a ramp. But if you just watch the fact that the guy's standing there, because <laughs> that doesn't look like it clears him by a whole lot. <laughs> no, it looked. It looks like it might have knocked him over. I don't know. <laughs> yes, I will be posting that. Watch for uh, Twitter. I yeah, will be posting those... that at some point. I'll be posting the video of that stunt because. That to me was like one of the best parts of this episode. Yeah, I'm, now you got me. I'm. Hooked. If anyone knows who the stuntman was who did that, I would like to interview him. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Um, all right. All right. Anyway, where were we? We uh, got sidetracked. So, uh, so um, now the, the two bad guys are back exchanging money at the casino, right? Or did that it happened? No, we already happened. That no, happened. yeah. I was Car blew up. Blah blah blah. He's dead. Yeah, he's dead. Okay. Basically, now uh, they go back to the old man. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. they're like, how do you know all this stuff? You know, how do you know about the suit and everything? He's like, do you ever wonder how J.J. Beck made his fortune? And Ralph's like, you had a suit? So basically, he just tells the backstory about how he got the suit, just like Ralph did. His Marshall was his partner. And turned out they got corrupted by power, especially J.J. Right. And then... I forgot to write down the philosopher or whoever it was that Ralph brought up. Yeah. You know, power corrupts. That was a good quote, though. Absolute power corrupts, absolutely. And, you know, they kind of get into that. And, yeah. um, but Ralph wonders, he's like, so is this for real? This will, are you really going to give this money away? And um, I have the clip here, but Bill breaks it down. Bill gets what's going on. So here we go. Let me paint you a picture, Ralph. Mr. Beck here is online. The final countdown. A few more months, and uh, he's gonna be... He's gonna be wandering around up there, looking for a harp and a fluffy white cloud. He's trying to buy himself a good seat on the ark. 
You have a unique talent for bluntness, Mr. Maxwell. Well, sir, uh, that used to be your trademark. <laughs> so he knows what the tables happening. have turned. Yeah. So, um, he basically he tells a story too about how he at one point he was so corrupt with power he used this so he some guy he bankrupt basically right he used his suit he went invisible he went to the guy's house to watch as this guy's wife was leaving him because he had lost all his money to this guy and he's like this is great you know and then as he leaves he hears the guy blow himself away and he realized maybe this isn't so good <laughs> maybe i'm not being the best person I can be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think that's when it hit him. But he did say that aliens eventually took it away from him. Took the suit. Yeah. Well, obviously, or I, or I just, he deserved it. I just made that assumption. Then yeah, the no, end, I think but. he did. He does. <laughs> he does say it, I think. Or, I, I know, know it does happen. Oh, yeah, no, it's a little later. He, yeah. he says he doesn't have the instructions. Yeah, he doesn't say it then, or, no. Yeah. Um, All right. Um, so back in Vegas, um, there's a oh, guy on the phone. But before that, I'm sorry. Before that, he does. Yeah, he does tell him, "Hey, look at me. This is a possible future. You know, don't oh, be yeah. like me." He's like, "Learn from my mistakes." Yeah, basically. and even and uh, Bill's like, "Shit, we almost did that." <laughs> you know? Yeah, he's like, "We almost <laughs> fell for that." Yeah, in Vegas, which it would be hard. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's I like mean, the whole Back to the bit. Future conundrum, right? You can get right. that book, bet on all the races, and you can be like Biff yeah. Tannen, or you could be like Doc Brown. Right. If you can invent a time machine, that's pretty cool. But yeah. Anyway, so he tells him, uh, oh, this, this guy's on the phone. He's like, hey, this guy's saying he's back. Kind of yeah. sounds like him. Um, so he gets on the phone. I don't know this other guy's name. Is this, I lost track of names. Hughes. Yeah, maybe he's the guy who's in charge now. So it took over. So yeah, so yeah. So they're kind of negotiating and they're like, all right, meet at the airstrip and uh neither one of us will be alone. So I'm right. like, all right, they worked that out. Yeah, because he's got he he still has JJ's right hand man, Marshall, and they want, you know, they're gonna trade. Right. He He's basically saying he's got another will yeah. that he's going to deliver. Right. Um, so, yeah, he wants Marshall back. Yeah. So they, they go to swap. And when they're there, it, well, he gives the will to Ralph. And he says, Ralph, you're the only one I know that's going to walk away. I mean, the rest right. of us, who knows what's going <laughs> to yeah. happen. So. We might not make it to this. Right. Uh, and then the other guy tells one of his people he's like hey get a guy with a gun and a night scope and bring him with us yeah so we know where this is headed so then ralph and beck and maxwell are all in the car at at the airstrip waiting and um somehow it comes up that they don't have the book that they lost the instructions (laughs) he's like by the way (laughs) and beck he loses. He la- he laughs so hard that he needs oxygen. Right. Like like, like Mike he almost did literally died a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, on, yeah. Like I did episode. a couple weeks ago. <laughs> he he literally like almost coughed up a lung right there. Yeah. Uh, and um, and then, but he 
but he does come to respect Bill, right? Or yeah, at that point, and Bill does him too. He's like, "You're a tough customer." He's like, "I gotta respect your, you know, your grit, basically." Yeah, yeah. and 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 it was kind of funny because as the the two are like making up with each other, Bill and JJ, Ralph's back there, kind of smiling. Oh, it's nice to see the two guys, <laughs> you know. It's a good moment. Yeah, and he's the guy even says, "He's like, I, you know." It's too bad I went astray. I had a good thing and I fucked it all up, basically. Yeah. And then um, what? Then then they go out like back. The helicopter comes right with the other guy. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I want to go too far, but when you were talking about when he starts laughing, they, this is where he says about the suit that they took it away. It was 20 years ago. But Bill says <laughs> the long line is like. That they are fruit salad. They can't do anything without the instruction manual. That's Bill that says that, right? Not yeah. the other guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, but he even yeah. says, the guy even says, he's like, maybe you're better off that you don't have it because you don't yeah, know like, how to use the suit to its full potential. Which, like, that may be your salvation. Yeah. Which actually is not a bad way to look at it. This was yeah. a very deep episode in some ways. <laughs> This was one of the better episodes, in my opinion. Oh, no. I, like I said, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was not as cheesy as some of the other episodes were. Which, right. again, it was supposed to be cheesy. It had to be cheesy for the type of show it was. But this one was just, I just thought it was a, you know, it was a good, good story. Yeah. 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 Anyway. yeah. So, the, so the helicopter comes, the other guy's in it. And they get out. They exchange some words. I don't remember what was said. Nothing important. Nothing profound. Yeah. And um, then the guy with the gun and the scope, who apparently is the worst shot in the world, <laughs> takes like three shots. He's no misses. Martin Riggs. No, he is not. His scope is like the size of a cannon. So you think he could see anything with that. But he, his first shot hits the ground like 30 yards in front of them. And then it's just chaos. Yeah. Um, and I think I think Ralph eventually like does like a – not actually flying. It was more like a, He's, a leap. Yeah, he just jumps over there the, and kind of launches the guy. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, they jump back in the chopper and, and take off. And um, – then this gets interesting. <laughs> <laughs> then the UFO from episode one. The little green guys. Appears and intercepts the helicopter. I'm not sure what it did. Did it crash? What happened to the helicopter? I don't know. I thought it crashed, but then it made it sound like it did, but not bad enough. <laughs> Does that make sense? Like they didn't all die. Like, I don't yeah. think it was the intent of the aliens to crash the helicopter. I think they kind of ran into it. They set it down. Yeah. Gently. No, I think I, they, like, I'm ran not sure into, there's I a... think they ran the helicopter ran into the UFO as it was coming in. They oh, didn't okay. see I it, thought maybe probably. it was sucking it in, but I don't think so. Yeah. Because I don't think you can crash. So we've seen some helicopter crashes. Right. Right. In, in shows in the past. I'm at the point now where I have a strong feeling that if you crash, in a helicopter, it's it's over. Yeah. There's like there's no, nope, nope, no. <laughs> <laughs> nope. But, all right. So then, um, you know, Marshall, he's like, you know, they're here for me, here to take me. You mean JJ? And, 
says that first. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. JJ says that. Yeah. And uh, and then Bat or no Marshall says he's like, well, hey, I'm going with you. You know, we were in this together. And Maxwell's like, what? Are you crazy? <laughs> but and even Marshall says is like they want us both. You know, I can't resist or whatever. And Max was like, yes, you can resist. Free will. You don't have to go. So he doesn't get it. But it's more, I think, more that Marshall's just like, hey, you know, we're in this together. Yeah. So off they walk to the the UFO place on the ground. <laughs> and and then they like, up. It, it sucks them up or vaporizes them. I wasn't sure what happened I to them. I think it took them up, yeah. They just disappeared. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll assume they took him on board. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe they, they just, just took him. What do they do with him then? I don't know. Are they in alien prison <laughs> or, or is it like you've reconciled now? Maybe or, well, it's, so I'm trying to think back to the pilot. When Ralph got the costume, did a human person take it to him? Oh, yeah, it was his dead partner. Yeah. It was Bill's dead partner. Right. Whoa. So is that what they use them for, to bring bring those to other people? I don't know. Maybe, wow. Maybe there's this more than deep. one greatest American hero. Or I should it, say, maybe there's more than one great hero in just different countries. I'm going to have It's to like it's in this. syndication, so we got the greatest Canadian hero. Right. <laughs> the greatest Mexican hero. <laughs> The greatest <laughs> Russian hero, uh, or maybe Ralph is all of North America. Um, you know, Do you think? Greatest American hero, greatest North American hero. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. He never leaves California. That's true. <laughs> maybe every state has one. Yeah, but, maybe. Wow, that's a lot to think about. Yes, Mike, you just it, it almost <laughs> got religious on me now. Yeah, this is crazy. <laughs> I'm I'm just. I'm weirded out now. (laughs) All right. So we go back. Now we're uh, kind of in the epilogue here. And we go back to the high school. And Bill's just kind of hanging out in the parking lot. And Ralph sees him. He's like, hey, how's it going? Which is nothing abnormal about a middle-aged man with no kids in school (laughs) hanging out in the parking lot. He shows up there a lot. And uh, Ralph is feeling great about the whole thing. He's all happy. He's like, hey, that money's going to, I forgot what the charity was or whatever, you know. And uh, I was like, you know, it's going to be in probate for like five years, but, you know, they'll get the money. And he's like, Bill's like, yeah, whatever, great, whatever, whatever. And Ralph's like, dude, what's up? You're acting like a weirdo. (laughs) Yeah, more so than usual. Right. And he kind of gets it out of him finally. And I have a little bit of a clip here. He's worried about the aliens. When we croak, <laughs> finally, do you think that the, uh, you know, the, uh, come on, you know, that they're going to come down and, 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 and snap us up the way they did back? You know, but I, I, do you think that we're going to be flying around in the sky with little green guys for forever. (laughs) And Ralph's like, that'd be awesome. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
And, and Bill, Bill does not think so. He's like, no. I need to be buried. I need to be buried underground in a spot that I've picked out, basically, and stay there yeah. forever. Where do you stand on this? I don't know what I would want. Be dead it, or this be is in the, a spaceship? Wait, what year did Cocoon come out? Because that was the whole premise of Cocoon. <laughs> you ever see that? Oh, yeah. Where the old people go up in the spaceship? Yeah. Um, What year was that? Hold on a second. Uh, was, 85. Uh, so that was don't ever a couple die. years we after don't ever that. Get sick. Yep. Yeah. So maybe they stole it from this episode. Could be. <laughs> just, I'm just kidding. That idea yeah. floated around. Somebody forever. was inspired. Yeah, I don't think so. But, um, uh, but yeah, so I don't, I don't, what, what I want to do, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I have no idea. Leave your vote on Twitter. <laughs> Leave your vote. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe we should put a poll. We'll put a poll. When you up. die, do you want to go up in an alien or bef- right before you're going to die? Be taken up by a spaceship or die and get buried? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put that way. It seems kind of a clear choice, but yeah. All right. We do. We do. We should. Well, let's put that up as a poll somehow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I got to figure out how to word that so, you know, it makes sense. I like exactly what you said. <laughs> yeah it's kind of hard to write in a poll <laughs> but yeah no this i thought it was a good episode i enjoyed it it was it was one of the better ones and, I, and like i said it's one that i remember i mean right. i don't remember it you know verbatim or whatever, right i but. just remember i remember them getting taken away at the end and i remember that it was someone else that had had a suit yeah which blew my mind as a child i was yeah. like somebody else yeah for him yeah yeah no, it, it made sense though it makes sense yeah yeah so yeah no it was a good All episode right. i enjoyed it it was Me i too. would watch it again i recommend I would too. it so, so far that's the, my favorite that we've watched of, of this, yeah and what, what did we say it was season two episode three yeah yes according to imdb yep so right. uh, originally 1981 I was wrong. Long I don't know why ago. I thought 83. I don't know. All right, but that that's that. Wait, episode aired November. Okay. Hold on a second. This is weird. Come on now. No, it just... I don't know. The seasons just seem weird in here. I don't know. I don't know how much credit I give to any of these season episode <laughs> numbers. Right. They always, they always seem scrambled. Yeah, because... And how can no, it I guess be? that makes sense because yeah, season one ended in May of '81, so that would have been the fall season. It started in November. Okay, all right, gotcha. All right, yeah. So anyway, we recommend it. Watch it again. This was look not for a... the Asian woman in that casino that can't stop looking at <laughs> yeah. them. Watch for the stunt thing. Like I said, I'll put that up somewhere. Oh yeah. Um, the funny thing is, is like if you look in the oh no, that was in the episode two. Never mind. I thought this was this one where it sh- there was a picture of like. Ralph flying Bill, but that wasn't in this one. Anyway, uh, before we go, uh, we got another promo to play for another Big Heads Media Network fellow podcast. Uh, this one is from um, Jet Up Bleeding Greed podcast. Um, so here, take a listen. <laughs> My 
name is Michael Pals, and I am the host of the Jet Up Bleeding Green podcast here on the Big Heads Media Network. You can also find me anywhere. You can download iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, anywhere you can find me. I am there. I will bring you my opinions on the latest Jets news and information every week here on the Jet Up Bleeding Green podcast. All right, so there you go. Need some Jets info? Go to Jet Up Bleeding Green Podcast. You got it. Yeah. Anywhere you can find him, he is there. Yes. And uh, <laughs> same with us. We are everywhere, too. Although I don't think we're on iHeart. <laughs> iHeart Doc. I don't know how to get onto them. So if anyone knows right. how to do that, you got to do something different, I think, to get on there. Let us know because I don't know how we'll to get on there. have to check it out. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so yeah, that's it for this episode. Um, once again, we have not figured out what we're going to do because we barely got time to do this one. Um, but we'll let you know on Twitter and Facebook uh, which episode to uh, look for next. And um, by the way, uh, as usual, uh, I don't think our outro says any uh, reviews and uh, such on Apple uh, would be great. That does help us get exposure. So, and uh, hey, if you do put a review up and you want to send us a either DM or Twitter that show us a copy that you did it. Uh, maybe we'll send you a sticker or a magnet or something, or maybe both or all three. Just uh, hit us or up two. on Twitter. DM <laughs> us huh? a sticker, a magnet or all three. <laughs> did I say three? <laughs> we have two, two different we, kinds of stickers. We do. We have two different kinds of stickers and magnets. It's cool. They're cool. So yeah, leave a review, so, yeah. get some stuff, get some stuff and, Put it wherever, like Mike said. If you posted some, also if you do get one of them and you put it somewhere, uh, take a picture of it and let us know where you put it because we want to see that too. Yeah, just know where that's going to get anybody in trouble, like us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> since it will lead us back to us, <laughs> we'll deny it. We'll deny yeah, exactly. it all. All right, uh, that's it for this episode of I Used to Watch This. I'm Mike Forgetto, and I'm Mike Sullivan. Talk to you next time. Bye. That's it for this episode of I Used to Watch This. Visit us at IUsedToWatchThis.com, Facebook.com slash IUsedToWatchThis, Twitter at IUsedThe2WatchThis, and Instagram.com slash IUsedToWatchThis. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are available. Thanks for listening.